0: To the lost boys with broken hearts and the lonely girl with aquamarine eyes. Everyone I've ever loved and lost. Paris, Seattle, New Orleans, L.A. If I could build an island, I would take you all in the same bed after all of these empty nights, I have nothing left but love.
1: Dun, 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 dun.
2: I hope you guys like that little chime, along with Sarah Heron's famous poem found in the oceanography of her. Yes, you guessed it. That is who we are interviewing today. But first, let me welcome you to a new episode of I Mean Can We Discuss? And I am your host, Astrid Ferguson. You guys will have to excuse me a little bit. I'm trying to get over this darn cold. So if I sound a little raspy, my bad. (laughs) But about today... I am interviewing alongside Lynn Patterson, Sarah Heron, who is a poet based in Seattle, Washington. She was raised in the deep south and she escaped. Yes, that's what she says, guys. She escaped from the south to the Pacific Northwest in 2012. She achieved a BFA at the Savannah College of Art and Design, where she studied sequential art and creative writing. Yes, that's what I said, sequential art. She got that sequence thing going, y'all. Her work is inspired by world travel, her bisexual identity, mental health, heartbreak, and healing the ocean, and above all, love. She is a gemologist- a runner, triathlete, a cat mom, wife, and Bowie lover. Her newest collection, The Oceanography of Her, is a chapbook, which is published by Peepa Press. I hope I am not butchering that if I am my bad. Sometimes my tongue get in the way, but anyway... Let's get right into it. Let's learn about Sarah. Sarah is also the podcast's very first reviewer, Uh, so I was very excited to have her on and show her support with her latest collection. She is a little shy, as you will hear, so please show her support as as it is very hard for all of us, especially poets, when we get on stage and Sharing our vulnerabilities and coming out of our comfort zone so we can meet our audience where they're at. So, without further ado, let's jump right into it, guys. You're listening to, I mean, Can We Discuss? And I am your host, Astrid Ferguson. We will be discussing different issues that can be debated, articulated, chopped up, any kind of way. There's no real set way to this. It could be culturally, it could be socially, it could just be how we're feeling today. So you're here for the randomness and I hope you're here to stay. So remember to subscribe, share, and tell me what you think. discuss, and I have the lovely Lynn Patterson and Sarah Heron with me today. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Lynn. Hi. Hello. So, Sarah, you are also one of our first, very first-time reviewers of the podcast. Thank you so much.
0: Yes, so happy to do that.
2: (laughs) So, Sarah, why don't, you, why don't you tell us about yourself and where people can find you?
0: Okay, so I'm a poet based in Seattle. Um, I was born and raised in the Deep South, uh, but luckily I escaped there about seven years ago. I went to art school in Savannah, Georgia where I studied sequential art and creative writing. And I've been writing poetry for about 10 years now. And I released my first self-published book just last year. And I am just about to release my first published chapbook, The Oceanography of Her, on October 1st. Uh, You can find my work on papichupress.com, Amazon, sarahheronpoetry.com and Seattle Independent Bookstores.
2: Oh, so Sarah, you made it seem like you escaped the deep south. <laughs> Let's, t- <laughs> <laughs> Let's try to unpack that a little bit. What do you mean by that?
0: Where where exactly the deep south
2: were you uh, living? I
0: Grew up in Jacksonville and most of my family is in Georgia in um about an hour from Savannah. So I always tell people I'm just from Florida, Georgia. <laughs> oh, okay. Why um you didn't like it down there? Uh it's very conservative. <laughs> but there are some, some good things about the South. I did love Savannah and our school experience was amazing.
2: Okay, cool. So why don't you tell us what inspired the title The
0: Oceanography of Her? Um, The title comes from a poem um, that's a much deeper concept about a reflection of ourselves as the ocean. Uh, When I think about the the ocean, I think about the mysteries there and the mysteries that still exist inside us. Uh so I wanted this chapbook to be an invitation to explore yourself and your emotions.
1: Can I say also uh because I had a chance to read it, I got to read a pre-release copy, which was really cool. Um the title was like one of the things that uh, struck me the most because um, the oceanography of her, like, before diving into it, I was really curious about who her is. Um, and I think through like reading um, the book, what you've just described, like, comes through really well. Like, it, it's a, an exploration of like, the the poet the narrator but also like invites people in to explore themselves deeper as well
0: oh I'm so glad that came through thank you
1: but
2: um how do you because you said that you studied uh poetry for or you've been doing you've been writing poetry for more than 10 years so how do you, like, construct your poems? Do you have, like, format that you prefer over others, like haikus or things like that, or free verse? Or, like, what is your process?
0: Uh, occasionally, I will do a haiku. Um, I don't really, as an artist, I don't really like to follow rules. <laughs> so I, it's mostly free form. But I have been, uh, I really made it a goal this year to read more established poets, more classic poets. So I've been trying to learn from them and play with form and pacing more. I'm even doing a, a poetry class here at a local school to see what I can learn from there.
2: okay cool so you're always learning that's always uh, a very important thing as an artist um, and how did you decide on the cover of your book
0: the cover is something i knew i wanted right away it's an oceanography map of the pacific ocean from 1901 and uh, i knew i just wanted an old map a vintage map um, and I chose the Pacific Ocean because it's where I live now, although I grew up near the Atlantic Ocean, so that's a statement, too.
2: Okay, and what do you want people to gain from, like, your collection or the oceanography of her
0: Mm, what I love about poetry is that everyone has their own journey, their own experience from it. For me, it was a softer journey than my first collection. Um, my first collection was it was a raw experience. Um, this one, the oceanography of her is it's inspired by the healing power of water. And since I grew up in Florida, and even now living in Seattle, I I always feel the need to be close to the ocean, and it's where I go when I am stressed out or I'm depressed and I need something to cheer me up, um, so in this collection... Uh, I use the themes of water in my own life and in love and my relationships to uh connect with nature and um highlight the, the healing power of water, so I hope that this book is is a healing experience
2: so what i use that you... a... oh, go sorry. ahead Bernie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I was gonna ask you
1: a follow up question. Um, yeah. Because I've read both of your books, and um, the like, theme and the message is is certainly like, different. How would you say this, this uh, book pushed you like out of your comfort zone, um, as a writer? And how do, how is it different from um, your previous collection?
0: This one um well writing is my therapy and because there was there's only 30 poems in this one so I really had to choose um I really had to curate what I was putting in here and why I was selecting each poem um and the previous one, my first book, had 100, um, which was still difficult, but um, it was probably the biggest challenge, was choosing which ones to put in there. Um, it's a much stronger statement.
2: So what would you say was the most rewarding part of writing this, and what was the most difficult um... Because you're saying that it's it's supposed to be about healing, and, and I, I'm pretty sure that you're speaking from some form of personal experience. Mm.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, so at this point, I do have over, over a thousand poems um, written, so technically... Um, from a technical perspective, that was the most difficult part was to choose which ones to include and to arrange the order so that it made sense from a storytelling perspective. Um, But emotionally, it was hard to relive the memories that the poems were born from. There's a lot of vulnerability in this collection, it's about heartbreak. It's about loneliness, um, but it's also about love and beauty and and healing. So it was a therapeutic process, and I hope that it takes you on that journey.
1: Can we ask you to read a poem from the book?
0: Um, yeah, I would love to. If
1: there Can, can I, ha- like, make a request? <laughs>
0: uh, yes, of course.
1: Okay. Um, will you read uh, the last poem, Nothing Left?
0: Uh, <laughs> that's actually the one I selected. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> yeah, and I'll tell you um, the reason, because, well, there is a lot of vulnerability in here, and There's poems about ex-lovers and my ex-best friend of 16 years. But this poem called Nothing Left is about, it just sums everything up. And it's the last poem in the book. And that's why, because it just sums everything up. So it's called Nothing Left. lost boys with broken hearts and the lonely girl with aquamarine eyes everyone I've ever loved and lost Paris Seattle New Orleans LA if I could build an island I would take you all in the same bed After all of these empty nights, I have nothing left but love. Thank you.
1: (laughs) This is one of my favorite poems um, from the book, and I thought that it was a really interesting um, way to end the book because it the The way that it starts is just sort of like, again, really grounded in like self-exploration and then the themes of like lovers come up throughout. And I, I think that uh, I was really interested to hear more about why you picked this poem as like the last poem of the book.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it just felt like the right way to tie everything together um and kind of balance it out
2: well we should have did like a little snap a little yeah right Yay! you know <laughs> I was snapping, but my thing was muted, so you couldn't hear me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah, that's right.
2: (laughs) But yeah, you know, um, because it felt like it was very personal. So, you know, thank you for your bravery and your vulnerability, because I know as artists, we put a lot into our poems. And I don't think people understand how hard it is to give those pieces of ourselves to people And we don't do it expecting anything in return, except helping others get through similar
0: feelings,
2: you know, just like we have.
0: Yeah, you're right. And what I'm learning recently is, well, I've been posting these on Instagram for two years, maybe. And now that I am published, and I'm starting to do readings, I never expect to read these on stage (laughs) so it's definitely changing how I'm looking at my work it's it's um kind of empowering though
2: yes it is and speaking of which um how has been your publishing experience and actually landing like paid performances because I know we do we end up doing a lot of open mics but has that been difficult for you
0: um it's been challenging because i have a phobia <laughs> um but i am overcoming that and um but i'm excited to compare the differences between self-publishing and being published so far it's been successful. Um, Recently, I traveled down to Austin, Texas, and my publisher happened to have a connection. I just went there for a vacation, and I let my publisher know, um, hey, if you know anyone, um, I'd just love to meet up with another poet or or a bookstore. And she happened to have a connection with a bookstore and was able to uh, arrange a reading for me so I got to read in a bookstore and now my books are in a store in Austin so that was a great experience
2: yes that is <laughs> what's up
0: we love connections especially
2: when <laughs> publishers have them don't we Lynn
1: <laughs> <laughs> I pressed the wrong button yes you did. <laughs> it's
2: very important to have those connections. I'm so happy for you, Sarah. And do you have any upcoming events or any upcoming um, um, performances that
0: you want to tell everyone about? Yes, I do. I have my book release party here in Seattle on October 23rd. Uh, there will be champagne so oh, if the area bubbly. you mm-hmm. want to be here that's
1: all you had to say was champagne
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> and Lynn will be there because Lynn is over there right. yes. I'm all the way in Philly
0: <laughs>
2: I'll be there virtually y'all can like FaceTime me or something yeah we'll FaceTime
0: right. and I travel a lot so sooner or later
2: okay will you will you have like a like a a tour like a
0: book tour that
2: you'll be traveling or you just or you're still kind of like setting that up
0: um I'm working on it so anytime I travel I try to set up something um I've had kind of a mini tour this year okay well I'll keep you posted
2: yes yes do keep us posted well tell everybody again about where they can find you and
0: your book and all that great stuff um, f- first of all I am on instagram at underscore sarahherron.com I'm very active there so if you want to find out what I'm doing this weekend just check that out um, my work is on papichupress.com It's on Amazon, SarahHeronPoetry.com, and in Seattle Independent Bookstores.
2: Well, there you have it, guys. Make sure you pick up the Oceanography of Her. And thank you so much, Sarah, for being an active listener, for being our first reviewer. And now you're on the podcast. See how that works out? (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, thank you. Lynn, do you have anything else you want to ask her? Um,
1: no, I think I've asked all the questions. I'll just say that I'm really excited for other folks to get their hands on this book. Um, it's great. And uh, yeah, Sarah, great luck with this uh, publication cycle.
2: Well, until next time, guys, remember to subscribe and tell your friends about it. That was a wrap for today thank you so much for listening to I mean can we discuss don't forget to subscribe follow us if you want to see what we're up to what projects we're up to and enjoy the rest of your day night wherever you might be I was your host Asher Ferguson signing off